0: This is a life changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Is there not a cause? And today I will impress upon you that sometimes the Lord will surround you with enemies so that your greatness will show from the activities of your enemies. How to deal wisely with your enemies. Let's start with Matthew chapter 5 verse number 43. Matthew chapter 5 verse number 43. Very hard, hard, hard words from Jesus. And uh, charismatics are not used to these, these kinds of words. But today, you cannot run away from it. You have heard that it was said... You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. That's what you have heard. 44. But I say to you, love your enemies. Not only that. Bless those who curse you. Jesus speaking. Not only that. Three. Do good to those who hate you. And then number four. Pray for those who spitefully use you and dump you. It's this 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 demand is is something. Love their enemies. When they curse you, bless them. Do good to them. Pray for them. This is what Jesus Christ is saying, and then He gives us reasons. That you may be sons of your father in heaven so that you resemble your father so that you have the nature of your father. And so Jesus is saying that the nature of your father is that it is not that God is asking you to do what is impossible, but God himself does these things already. Father forgive them for they don't know what they are doing when he's dying on the cross. That is excellence of the highest order. (laughs) that you may be sons of your father in heaven for he makes both the sun and the rain to fall on the good and the evil and he sends rain both unto the just and the unjust for if you love those who love you what reward have you do not even the task collectors do the same and if you greet your brethren only what do you do more than others do not even the task collectors do so Forty-eight. Therefore, you shall be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect. So, perfection is defined here now for you. You want to be perfect, God says, love your enemies. Pray for them. Live peaceably with them. Do them good. And and it's difficult. I should do them good. Should I give my enemies money for them to hurt me? a Jesus. The reason why this may be very difficult to adhere and to accept is because of the definition of the word enemy. The word enemy was taken and was defined from relationship with a nation or a state or a group or a family or a a person who is planning to harm you with what he has or what she has. So, in those days, the white enemy came at war time. That nation that we are fighting is an enemy nation. Why? Because they have implements with which they want to eliminate us. They want to harm us. So, they are our enemies. That nation is an is an enemy nation because they are planning how to invade us and to take what we have. So, an enemy basically is one who has implements or money and is planning and making efforts, doing everything within his or her reach to harm you. But then, over the years, the word enemy has also gone through metamorphosis through several, several uh, changes and definitions. So, the same dictionary. That defines enemy to us. Also gives us uh, uh, synonyms. Is that the the word? Synonyms. 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 All right? Meaning same words or same vocabulary. Same. Same words. So when you say enemy, what it means in other ways is what they call synonyms. And antonyms. Antonyms is the opposite. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when we in school? That's what they told us: synonyms and antonyms. And what's the third one? Your your English teacher died very very early. So so here are some words that we are told the word enemy means. The word enemy means also agent. Agent. So why should an agent be an enemy? A housing agent who is looking for a house for you to rent. Is he an enemy? No, he's only looking for a house to get the commission. So now, that's how the word has changed over the years. Another word, competitor. Competitor. Your competitor in class is not necessarily your enemy. You want to be first. He also wants to be first. Learn and prove yourself And then I also learned to prove myself. At the end of the day, all of us cannot be first. One person has to be first. So this is competition. Election is competition. Your opponent is not necessarily your enemy. The word is opponent or opposition. In parliament, they say the other side of the aisle, the other side, that's another word for enemy. It doesn't mean he wants to harm you. It doesn't mean he wants to kill you. It doesn't mean he wants to destroy you, but it simply means that he wants your position and he wants to take it legitimately. He wants to take it by election. He wants to take it by vote. He's your competitor. He does not want to kill you, but he wants your customers. So he will do everything within his reach to get your customers. If he's a hairdresser, what he would do is that when people enter into the hairdressing saloon, and a salon, that's how they call it. We used to say salon. If they enter into the salon, whilst they are waiting, your competitor decided to sell the minerals Whilst they are waiting. So people started going there. And he started getting customers. You too, serve them malt. If you sell them minerals, sell them malt. Raise the standard and get your customers back. What, what? And then, and then in your salon, right, also free Wi-Fi. So, is they are there, they can hook to the internet. So, they are not in a hurry to go. It's competition. And that's the same way that this one used for enemy. So, if your enemy is an agent, or a competitor, or a contender, or a detractor, somebody who just wants to detract you from your focus, So that you can miss your way. Or a spy. A spy. Or an informer. He will not harm you. He will release information. So that they can get you. Your enemy can be an opponent. Can be an opposition. Rival. Can be your rival. Hallelujah no no listen listen i I will not dispute the definition of the word enemy true 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 some enemies are in your life to physically harm you that one true but i am about to let you know any enemy who is in your life to harm you it is not your responsibility to take care of the enemy god himself will take care of that enemy oh those of you at the back i can feel you Clap your hands and say, my father, my father. Father, my father. Take care of the wicked. Take care of the wicked. Your blood shall be preserved. Amen. The blood of your household shall be preserved. i reserve it. Clap your hands and say, my father, my father. My father, my father. Preserve. Preserve. My house. My house. Anybody who will attempt to eat your flesh and drink your blood, may they be exposed. So far, the police have never made arrest. This week, they will be arrested. Amen. So, so I will not dispute the fact by the definition, there is an enemy who wants to harm you. But there is another enemy. There is another enemy who wants to take what you have legitimately. So, they are not in your life to harm you. They are just competitors. Whatever you have, they want to take it and they want to take it through legitimacy. Through legal means. Election for an example. That is why I stand on this altar and I prophesy. Anyone who has gone to juju to win election, the juju shall turn upon them. By fire. Anybody who has drunk blood to win election, may the blood turn upon them. By fire. Anybody who has visited false altars, may the altars turn against them. By fire. May their words come to naught. By fire. May their words come to naught. By fire. May their words come to naught. By, By fire. But they that believe in the Lord, their God. May God bring them victory Amen. through the grace of his righteousness. Amen. Church, rise up and shout yes. Now words you use these things. They are enemies, but they want to do it legitimately. They, they, they are not there to harm you. They will use every liquor means to take what you have. You too, you must use every liquor means to maintain what you have. Invoke your altar. Do certain things that they are not doing. If you say amen, I know that you are listening to me. Amen. If you say amen, I know you are ready to defeat the enemy. Amen. Shout yes. Yes. But, but here is another enemy. This, this enemy is a very f- n- nice one. He is your enemy. But he comes to join forces with you to defeat other enemies. Ah, those ones you you hardly can descend them. Oh, they are working in your life. They are around you right now, right now, right now. They are around you, but they are, they want to join forces with you so that. The man you are interested in, she will help you to take the man from the other girl. But don't be happy when she does it. Later on, she will snatch the man also from you. So don't be excited. This election, we shall be seeing the work of those enemies at play. So here's how it's going to work. So we have 12 people on the ballot box. And then, some of them are praying. There, 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 are, there are just two political parties that have uh, the chance of winning. Only two out of the twelve. Ten are only trying. So so out of the twelve, there, there is a possibility for one of two. The ten, let me tell you what they are, they are waiting for. Now there is something under our arrangement which means the winner must win by fifty plus one. plus 1. Then you are an outright winner. Should there be shortfall and there was no winner at the end of the contest and uh, uh, the two biggest party they had 48 and 44 for example. Or 46. Or 48, 47. The 10 enemies will now come and join forces with number 2. And they say, can we come together to defeat number one. Not because they love you. But because they want to join you defeated first one. After that, they will show you that they are enemies. They will show you that they are opponents. It is a reason why most political winners don't want to do what we call power sharing. Power sharing is where you win the election but you want to share some of the cabinet positions and the posts with other members of the opposition so that the country becomes one country, one nation, one people. Everybody must have a piece of the cake so that there will be peace and tranquility. But usually, the bigger winners always get scared that the other ones that they give some of the piece of cake undermine them. The dictionary calls them Fifth column, an enemy within your setup. So, an enemy is not the one who wants to harm you only, but somebody sometimes they want to align with you, defeat somebody, and after that they will show you their true colors. And then sometimes they are not only there to harm you, but they are there to take what you have and they will take it legally. Here's how God sees your enemies. Here's the way God sees your enemies. Number one, God sees your enemy as an opportunity to demonstrate his power. That's why Jesus Christ was speaking those things. Love your enemies. Pray for them. Do them good. Because it is not every enemy who is there to harm you. And if an enemy is there to harm you, God knows how to show his power. in your defense so these governors hated Daniel big time and they discovered that they could only trap Daniel through his prayer commitment and fellowship with God these enemies of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego hated I haven't seen hatred of the highest order King There are some three governors here. One of them is called Shadrach. The other one, Meshach and Abednego. They are saying that they will never honor you as God. So, we are going to make a golden calf of your image and your face. Everybody must bow down at the sound of music. If the sound of music hits and they don't bow down to you, they must be put in a a fiery furnace of fire. And the king sign. Oh, king. There must be no prayer to any God except to your God in one month. Anybody who does not do it, that person must be thrown into the lion's den, says Daniel's enemies. So, I wanted to take note. Daniel did not kill his enemies. Shadrach, Meshach and Amednego did not kill them. It was God who killed them because God wanted to show his power. May the Lord take care of our enemies. Amen. May the Lord take care of them. You don't ask God to kill them. No. He knows when to stop them. After you have prayed for them, after you have done them good. He says, so that so that you will become perfect as sons of your heavenly father. This is how God is. It's not easy. The king could not sleep the whole night. The king wakes up. Oh Daniel, are you still alive in the lion's den? Yes, oh king. The Lord shut the mouth of the lion's and did not hurt me. Wow. No, Daniel, I don't think so. There's no God that can shut the mouth of lions. These my lions, maybe they have, they are sick. I am going to use your enemies as a trial. I want to find out whether lions are sick. All oh, those who accuse daddy, where are you? Your wives, your children, everybody line up. One after the other. To the lions. And the lions will jump, meet them, eat them up, tear them apart, eat them. The lions were not sick. God Came to shut their mouth so that they would not hurt Daniel, and then the same God caused the enemies of Daniel to be fed with the lion so that they die. It was God who killed them, not Daniel, not Shadrach, not Meshach, and then when the king put them, the three boys in the fire, he saw that a fourth man had appeared, and the guys were not dying he said did I, did I not put three men over there but I see a fourth man the angel of the Lord the old testament says like the son of God Jesus Christ had appeared to them and had cooled the fires and had turned them into air conditioners and the guys were worshipping in it he said what bring them out now who are those who accused these people it was not the three men it was the king who ordered and said well I want you to go and try Whether there's air conditioning there or there's fire there, the Bible says that they will not get to the entrance and then the fire will catch up with their clothes and burn them alive. God has a way of dealing with your enemies. If you pray for them and you just be quiet and you be calm, God knows how to deal with your enemies who want to harm you. Am I prophesying to somebody here? Oh, this our prayer say, Lord, take care of the enemy. Say Lord, take care of the enemy. Take care of them. Say Lord, take care. Later on, take care of them. Say, Lord, take care, take care, take care, take care of the enemy. That's how God is. So number one, this is how God sees the enemy. He sees the enemy as an opportunity to demonstrate his power. Number two, God sees your enemy as an opportunity to reveal his purpose. So number one, power. Number two, purpose. Number one, power. Number two, purpose. 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 Oh, you know what Jesus Christ says? You should pray for your enemies because sometimes it is your enemy that brings the best out of you. People are thronging into her saloon. What did she do? Do some and do best. How did she color the prizes last year? Do the same, and you to collect prices next year. Judas Iscariot will not go to heaven. He will go to his right now. He's in hell for betraying Jesus Christ. But if I know somebody going to hell, I will send Judas Iscariot a thank you letter, and I say, Judy. Thank you very much for betraying Jesus Christ. God has said Jesus Christ will die and he will be betrayed. But God had not elected the one who will betray him. So it was Judas who betrayed Jesus to allow Jesus to be crucified so that he will shed his blood and save you and I. So Judas was evil, an enemy. But through his evil, he was able to bring out the purpose of God for Christ. Clap your hands and say, my father, my father. My father, my father. Use your enemies to bring out my purpose. Use your enemies to bring out my purpose. Your purpose in my life. Your purpose in my life. Thank God for Judas. Thank God for Potiphar's wife. If Potiphar's wife had not betrayed Joseph... And had not thrown Joseph into the prison. Joseph wouldn't have gone to the prison to meet the chief butler, who was to introduce him to Pharaoh later on in in life. But precisely because God's purpose was for him to rise, The only way he would rise was to come before Pharaoh. The only way he could be introduced to Pharaoh was somebody who was close to Pharaoh to say, oh yes, I remember when I was in the prison, there was a young man who interpreted my dreams. Purpose. Purpose. They meant it for evil. Thank God for Joseph's brothers. They, they, they just have said, you meant it for evil, but God turned it into good. Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? brother sister my son my daughter I wanted to know that it is not always that you have to fret before enemies and, and come and clap your hands bind them and wanted to kill them sometimes you have to pray that God will let your enemies live longer because the more they live longer the more they sharpen your, your, your tools for greatness and for power the more they live longer the more they inspire you the more they provoke you to excellence and to success are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping When John Mahama, uh became president, the first year was a very trouble was very troubling for him. The economy was bad, things were hard, and then there was power outages called doomsday, and, you know, And his enemies began to laugh at him, and then they began to laugh at him. Then his enemies began to say, "You see, we told you these guys cannot rule. We are just waiting. The next four years." By the time his four years were ending, he has solved the problem. Tumso was not there at the time he was ending his his, his, his four-year rule. Oh, I'll be coming to more politics. You take, take your time. Your enemies can provoke you to bring out the best out of you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Samson's mother, Hannah, was provoked by her rival. And she said, this time when I go to Shiloh, I must have an encounter with God. She prayed until the priest came and said, your, your, your request has been granted to you. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My Father, my Father. My Father, my Father. When my enemies provoke me. When my enemies provoke me. Let me pro- let them provoke me unto perfection. Let, let them provoke me unto perfection. Perfection perfection, perfection. 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 So, number one, your enemies will make God's power be revealed. Two, your enemies will cause the purposes of God to be revealed or to be made known. Number three, your enemies prepare you for greatness. So number one, power. Number two, purpose. Number three, preparation. Preparation. Your enemies prepare you for greatness. Thank God for what you suffered. If it was not so, you, you would not be having the success you're having right now. Thank God. That's why last time I was telling you forgive everyone and show them kindness. The more you show them kindness, the more God raises you and God. oh, you, I'm coming to some scriptures right now. Oh, I don't like this clap offering. This clap offering. Increase the clap offering because the blessing of God is coming. Shall I? uses your enemies to perfect you, to prepare you for the eventual greatness that he has always purposed for you. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you have to thank God for some doors, people close for you. Hmm? Sometimes you have to thank God. Last time I was telling you a story. Uh, a certain young woman couldn't marry a man and she was so devastated because the blood group didn't match um, ASAS so some of their children would become uh, SS, you know so uh, when we, we put the matter before them, the girl said ah, I've invested in this relationship but it's okay, for the sake of my children I will not marry let him go let him go, oh, when they went the man, within less than one year, the man has got another person. It took time for the girl to get another man. It was God who was delivering the girl. Not knowing, the man is a man who will not pay school fees and take care of children. After they married and they got children, oh! Every night, the man would demand to see the telephone of the the, the woman, to see... What calls came? How many men called? And God was saving the other woman. Three years later, when she got her man, she got the best. And when I see them in church, and then they are, (laughs) hey, hey, hey. And I see the man going to open the car for this woman. I say, look at you. The other one, they are not opening car for her. Let's let's do some expositions in 1 Samuel chapter 18. Let's do some expositions in 1 Samuel chapter 18. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 18 is the chapter that comes immediately after the defeat of Goliath by David. So, it has become news around the nations of the world. That a young 18-year-old boy had killed a giant Goliath, a a warrior from his infancy. infancy, Maybe Goliath would be 44 years around... Uh, at this time when he was fighting uh, David. David must be about around 17, 18, 19 years. Teenager. Complete teenager. It has become news. And then the women in Israel composed a song. In the song, they started singing David's praise. Hey, David, has killed ten thousand and saw one thousand. David, ten thousand saw one thousand. David, ten thousand. And then when women are doing picnic, and then they have the cloth on their, on their chest and they raise their buttocks. Oh, it can be very annoying. Hey. David has killed ten thousand and uh, saw 1,000 eh, eh, 1, eh, eh, 1, when they when they when they, they show their tongue is annoying it's very annoying one thousand Oh, you were there. This is the, the way they were praying. The Saul was angry. And then he employed David into his services in the palace ostensibly to kill him. Twice he had shot at him with a spear and God helped David to escape. But here is what the Bible says about David in verse number four. Verse number five. Verse number 14, verse number 29, verse number 30, verse number 5, verse number 14, verse number 15, verse number 29, verse number 30, and i lot love to share with you. So David went out wherever Saul sent him. Now his enemy, he wanted to kill him, but he went wherever he was sent and behaved wisely, wisely and Saul set him over the men of war and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in all the sight of Saul seven and so wherever God sent uh, Saul sent him he went and he behaved himself wisely verse number 14 and David behaved wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him so anybody who behaves wisely God is with you God is with you God is with anybody who has wisdom God is with you That's why your marriage will succeed, because you have wisdom. Anybody who has wisdom, your ministry will become strong, because you have wisdom. 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 Your your, your presence around me, you know what that means, son? It says wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom, that's all. And God was with him. you are wise, your business succeeds. When you are wise, your marriage is solid. When you are wise, you can run your house well. When you are wise, you bring your children in order. When you are wise, when you are wise, wisdom. Wisdom. You can run a nation, you can rule a nation when you have wisdom. Wisdom, tab- somebody you, so, clap your hands and scream this word wisdom, 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 wisdom. shout it, wisdom, wisdom, shout it, wisdom, you need it, you need it, you need it, in you need it, in you need it, 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 Wisdom, you need it, you are going to work. Today after service, one of the Young man came to me. He said, Apostle General, I'm starting work as an officer in the Ghana's BNI, and I wanted to pray for me. As he knelt down, I poured oil. I said, You are a product of my prophecy. Because I said, Royal House Chapel, we shall have big men in BNI, we shall have them in police top service, we shall have them in military echelon, we shall have them in business. Pinnacles of business te- uh, empires. We, we, we will have. I said, I said, one day I have prophesied. I said, one day, Vice President of Ghana will be sitting here as a deacon in this church. Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? One day. One day the wife of the bank of Ghana will be singing in this choir. At the time I prophesied, I didn't have a lawyer playing organ for me. I didn't have a lawyer, a uh, 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 choir leader. At the time I prophesied this, today I have a lawyer playing organ and leading choir. Oh, the rest will come to pass. The rest will come to pass. me give you this testimony for you to know that all the prophecies that I give, they are authentic. One of the young, 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 young interpreters in this are young, said he was coming to the house to come and see me. So, he came and uh, he said, uh, Apostle General, the Lord says, I should just come and bless you. I said, oh, thank you. As I said Is in a particular occasion are you celebrating birthdays no 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 I have been watching you through this pandemic and I saw that you didn't forsake us this pandemic you were there friday sunday friday sunday friday sunday friday sunday friday preaching to empty seats preaching to people virtual and the testimonies were coming you I watched you seven months you didn't miss one friday you didn't miss one sunday Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Pastor Emmanuel This small boy When he left And I opened the envelope 50,000 Ghana cities 5, five, 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 five 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, Bundles cash When I showed it to my wife My wife said, ah, these boys, they are dangerous bro. I said, they are dangerous The things we have been speaking everyday The prophecies that we have been speaking Are you clapping or you are doing something like? (laughs) Reverend Aggrey, they give me big money. When they give me big money, it's no news. These people. When they give me news, it's no, it's it's no news. But that generation is news. It is an answer to prayer. It's prophecy in manifestation. (laughs) Clap your hands and scream. Lord, bless me. Oh, you didn't script. Say, Lord, bless me. Lord, bless me. Oh, can you say it again? Say, Lord, bless me. Lord, bless me. Oh, say it again. Say it again because blessing is flowing Lord, in this place, Come on, say it again. Say it again. Bless me, Lord. Say it again. Bless me, O oh Lord. Say it again. Bless me, O oh Lord. He behaved himself wisely and the Lord was with him. Give me the next verse. Therefore, when Saul saw that he he behaved very wisely, he was afraid of him. Now, not only God was with him. When you are wise, your enemies are afraid of you. You know the prayer I prayed over the young man. (laughs) I said, "I give you wisdom to atwit your enemies." I said, "I give you wisdom." To so have favor with your subsequent bosses, because every state you are going to have a boss until you become head of BNI yourself one day. Oh, watch me! We will celebrate the head of BNI here. Oh, in the in the Oya do. Are you clapping or you are doing something? Clap. We'll celebrate, we shall celebrate. I have some young people in the military now as officers. I can't wait when they be, to become Lieutenant Colonel and Colonel, and Major General and Lieutenant General, Chief of Defense Staff. Hey, we will kill cow. What about I release that oil over your head. When I prophesied, they were all sitting down. These are the useless people that I'm wasting my prophecies upon. But it's okay. It's okay. God is bringing me more people. Uh, you, you, you are not even dreaming to become army commander. So you are sitting there. Uh, My brego. But but it's okay. You know why I'm I'm very happy? And you know why I'm confident? God will surprise you with a position. Oh you think you don't qualify, but God will qualify you. You think this prophecy is not for you, but the, when the time comes, you will know that you were the one God that you was talking amen. to. Can you clap your hands and say, I receive it? All your promises are yea. Amen. You know a man, you never lie. Say it again. All your promises are yea. something like that. Which wife is this? Is it a vice president's wife? <laughs> oh, it will happen. It will happen. Amen. It will happen. Amen. It will happen. It will come to pass. Amen. No, no, no. Verse 29. Verse 29. And Saul was still more afraid of David. So Saul became David's enemy continually. It was Saul who chose to become David's enemy. Verse number 30. Then the princes of the Philistines went out to war. And so it was, whenever they went out, that David behaved more wisely than all the servants of Saul, so that his name became highly esteemed. So, at this juncture, you are so testy, and you are asking, what is that? What, what did David do to get the, the definition of wisdom? for For David to be described as a wise man. What did he do? What is the meaning of wisdom? I'm, I'm sure you are very, 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 very anxious. So that takes me to First Samuel chapter 24, where I'll be rounding up. In 1 Samuel chapter 24, an incident happened. Around this time, the hatred for David by Saul had gone to the pinnacle. So high that it took Jonathan saw some to help David to escape. That is why I want to stop here and I want to prophesy. Where they hate you from, may somebody come out to reveal. Amen. May somebody come out to your aid and to fight for you. Amen. Oh, that amen was very weak. Amen. Say amen. Amen. Saul's son Jonathan was the one who came and told him my father wants to harm you so run." this week anybody wants to drink blood in this city and in this nation we arrest all of them we arrest them we arrest them we arrest them we arrest them by the message and by the power of the altar Amen. clap your hands and say arrest arrest Clap your hands again and shout. Arrest. Arrest. We arrest them. Then Saul heard that David was hiding in the wilderness of Enjadim. Wilderness of Enjadim. And then Saul said to his men, 3,000 men, I hear David, my enemy is hiding in Enjadim. Let's go after him. So they went in the wilderness, they were searching, 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 and then Saul wanted to visit the loo. So he asked um, his generals, uh, his bodyguards, I want to ease myself. Uh, a place." And then he said, oh, the cave over there, there is a place that you can ease yourself. So, you know, you can have bodyguards, but there are certain places your bodyguards can never go. Your bodyguards can never go to the toilet with you. Your bodyguards cannot go to the bathroom with you. They will stop at the gate. But inside, you need another hand, another presence to be with you. If you increase that clap offering, you are praying protection into your life. If you increase that clap offering, the protection is coming to your house and your family. Thank you. Thank you for that response. So, he goes into the bathroom and then he hangs his priestly garment on the door. Your priestly garment and your decoration and your money cannot go everywhere with you. You need presence. You need the hand of God. You need the mercy of God. You need the favor of God. Sometimes, your money stops at the gate and sometimes, your kingly and your priestly robe Stops at the gate. Inside over there, you must be there alone, naked. So, that was what happened. So, he hung his priestly, at his skinly, robe. He didn't know that David and his men were also in the cave. Now, a typical Israeli cave is very dark. So, when you are... You, you enter, you, you will not see. The one that we have been entering is called Solomon's um, uh, cave. Uh, during wartime, Solomon uh, will hide over there and then his elders and his family. And sometimes if attackers were coming, they will enter into the cave and then they will appear at the other side of the cave. And it's deep and long. Oh! With water and snakes. And when we go on discussion, they ask her, do you want to see how the kings used to live? Hey, why not? You have to be careful. If you slip into the water, the snakes will feed on you. Typical Jewish cave. David was there and his men. And Saul did not know. So he was in the loo and then first number chapter 24 first number chapter 24 let's do verse number then verse number uh, 4 I think 6, 7 and 7 then the men of David said to him this is the day of which the Lord said to you behold I will deliver your enemy into your hand that you may do to him as it seems good to you and David arose and secretly cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Now it happened afterwards that David had troubled him because he had cut Saul's rope. And then David said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch out my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. So David restrained his servants with these words and did not allow them to rise against Saul. And Saul got up from the cave. And went his way. So the 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 David's men said, David, praise God. David, this is your day. David, this man has been looking for you. David, day, 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 day. All you need to do is you open the door. So his bodyguards will be staying outside, they are waiting for him. But you go and show them his head. David said, "God for me. forbid! for me. Even when I touched the robe and I cut off the portion of the road, my heart pricked me. Something told me I've done the wrong thing. Because when a man is anointed of God, it is God who handles him when he rebels. It's God who deals with him. Men don't deal with him. So I will not touch this man. I will not. I will not touch him. I will not touch him. Saul so finished. He was going. Then David called him. My father saw. Then saw ten. He said, is that you my son David? He said, it's me. And David did something. So now, you want, you want to now define the wisdom of David. And I'm bringing you there right now. Number one, he feared authority. He honored Father's anointing. And David behaved himself wisely. And you don't understand. In spite of the persecutions, he was up to his responsibilities and duties. Wherever Saul sent him, he went. Even though he knew that his life was in danger. But he also knew that for a person whose enemy wants to harm him, God himself knows how to take care of that person. He knew that. He knew that. Wisdom. Wisdom. You want to know how David was wise? Oh, watch another thing. When Saul turned over and said, David, is that you? Then David went on his knees. Hey, The person wants to kill him. David say, Papa, it's me. But papa, why do you listen to people who say that I am your enemy? Why, papa? Look at the piece of your cloth. You are in my hand today to kill you. And indeed, the men around me gave me counsel that I should kill you but because I fear God, and because I'm a wise man, and because I know spiritual authority, and because I know what my limits are, because I know what I must say, and what I must not say about the Father, what I must say about the political Father, and what I must not say about the spiritual Father, what I can say, and what I cannot say, because I know my boundaries, and I know my limits, because I know the rules, and because I know the policies, because I am a man under authority, I said to them, you, I will not say anything evil, you, I will not touch, Lesson to number one, Ghana. Stop killing spiritual fathers and political fathers. Stop it. Stop it. For a nation that does not honor fathers, that nation loses its history. A nation that does not honor authority, that nation does not go far. Stop it. Let let me run up in verse 19 and 20. Verse number 19 and 20. Verse number 19 and 20. Now, Saul is speaking. 19 and 20. For if a man finds his enemy, will he let him get away safely? Therefore, may the Lord, Saul. Saul is now blessing David. Therefore, may the Lord reward you with good for what you have done to me this day. Not only that, verse 20. And now I know indeed that you shall surely become king and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in your hand. And then he added a prayer. And please, when you get your kingdom, remember me and my house. That was the prayer he prayed. How can you say, Father Rawlings has not done anything for this nation? How how can you say that? Really, you mean it? Oh, that's political blindness and political ignorance. You are listening to voices and bad counsel. I used to be preaching in Ho, prisons, crusades, and it would take me four hours to drive from Accra to Ho because the road was bad. One day, I was driving on the road. I discovered that the road had been done. Beautiful. Took me two hours. I said, who did this road? They said, Rollis. I said, oh, wow. So, at least the father is doing something. Who? Oh, really? He didn't do anything? University of Development Studies. You know who established that university? He won a certain price. $50,000. That was the seat money that he used to establish that university. And thank God for successive governments. They've come to continue. They have WA Campus, Navrongo campus, and so on and so forth. We thank God. But somebody laid a foundation. The person is called a father. You don't kill fathers. You honor fathers. You honor the anointing and the grace that is upon the fathers. Okay. You don't kill fathers. If you have ever sat on radio, and you have insulted a spiritual father, somebody who has labored for the gospel in this nation, and someone who has raised sons and, and daughters and planted churches and paid people school fees and, and 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 has preached peace and stability in this nation. Election after election, and you sit on radio and you have ever dared, raise your tongue. You better go back and sit on the same radio and TV and apologize. Please. Apologize. For political reasons, if you have gone on radio, TV, to insult a political father, go and ask for forgiveness before God's anger comes. J A Kufu hasn't done anything for this nation. Oh, you don't mean it. You don't mean it. The N1. Kufu started it. And Professor Mills came to finish it. And then which one? Shakkel Obuasi. Second Kumase Road. It was Kufor's Kufor's time. Kufu did that road. How dare you say he hasn't done anything? That's political blindness and political ignorance and political ingratitude. Oh! You said Joe Muhammad hasn't done anything for this nation. That's a lie. He was able to stabilize the electricity power outage before he went out of office. Yesterday, I was at a uh, Fountain Gate at Ofancore, uh to join uh, Reverend Clement Ancheba, the chairman, um, uh, for his son's wedding. And so I went there to uh, grace the occasion with my presence and to support him. And uh, uh, from where I live, I took the, there's a highway in front of Victory Bible Church and it goes down, 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 down. Yesterday there was heavy traffic in town. Ladies and gentlemen, within 30 minutes I was at Fountain Gate. Because the road was good and free. You know who did that road? John Muhammad. Professor Mills Your Mama, they did that road. The city president. I can, I can hear his opponents sit down there and abuse him and insult him. And, uh, oh, you, you said Nanakufa hasn't done anything. Oh, please, go and check the hospitals that he's building. Why check the road networks that he has added? Why check? Because of him, there are people who are going to school free today. It's free HSN free. Oh, not that club offering. I hate this spirit and and uh, in this nation where where a government takes over from another government and they refuse to continue projects that the previous government started because it is not our government. Please, childishness, let's stop this game. The previous government didn't start the project with their money. It is the people's money that they use in starting. And so when you take over, you have our blessing and our mandate to continue where they stop for the benefit of the nation For the ongoing of this nation For the prosperity of this nation Let's stop this political game Let's stop killing our fathers Let's stop killing anointed political figures Let's stop killing people Who usually will help contribute their quota But we kill them with our tongues We kill them on radio We kill them on television We kill them in social media We kill them with our tongues So people who can help are all refusing to help You think in the political arena right now, those that are there, they are the best. No, there are more people hiding, but they don't want to come out because of the tongues of men. There are people. There are people. When they are in government, they can change the fortunes of this nation, but they will not because they don't want to present themselves for their sons and their daughters and their grandchildren to be sorting them with impunity with that with, with no respect this is not democracy this is backwardness you are first a child of god so your first loyalty is to god your second is to your family your the third is to your nation before your political party Anybody who has placed political party above God, you have missed it. You've missed it. Are you, oh come on, give the Lord a mighty clap. I will not touch him. Because he's anointed of God. Oh, around this time, Saul had rebelled. Saul had fallen out of the grace of God. But when a man who is anointed falls out of the grace of God, even his garment, you can't touch it. Because you touch his garment, your heart will break you. Even his garment. And don't forget, I've already told you how God takes care of an enemy who wants to harm you. I've already told you, God, that is God's timetable. That's God's business. That's God's business. That's God's battle. That's God's battle. There is a young soldier who used to follow David. It's called Uriah. He was among David's four hundred men. Served David, trained David, you know all, and He was in David's military. Around this time, David was a little bit old and weak and couldn't go to war. So the young men have gone to war to fight for him. Then he saw Uriah's wife baffling. And as for David, his eyes. Pretty girls, Charlie, Kinday. Oh. (laughs) When you are beautiful, don't pass in front of King David. Want trouble? Come and pass in front of him. You get trouble. He will marry you. You pass in front of him in the morning, in the afternoon he's married you. He slept with Uriah, and then when he saw that Uriah was uh, sorry, Bathsheba. When he saw that Bathsheba was pregnant, asked that Uriah be brought from the war front to come and sleep with Bathsheba, just to cover up the pregnancy. And then Uriah came, and Uriah also said, "Hey, how can I?" Come and sleep with my wife when my friends are in battle. So Uriah, D- D- Besheba slept in the bedroom and Uriah slept in the hall, on the floor. <laughs> and then David called Besheba. Did he, did he sleep with you? He said, sir, he, he didn't touch me. This guy wants to put me into trouble. Okay, take this letter. When you go give it to Joab. And in the letter... He was instructing have to put him at the, at the fiercest portion of the battle. He must die. The guy must not return. So that the news would be that, oh, he died. So I want to marry his wife and take care of his wife for him. And then Uriah's friends heard it. And then gossip started flying in the mid army. It was the king who killed Urea. It was the king. He intentionally asked that, Ah, David, how can you do that? Oh, Choboy, ah, David, no, 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 no. David, we can't serve you all these years and and and, then be, uh, uh, oh, David, no, 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 no. Choboy, And then one person said, So, where are you going? He said, we are going to face him. "Eh, Have you forgotten so many years ago when we told him he should finish all? He told us that when a man is anointed, when fathers are anointed, political fathers... And spiritual fathers, you don't touch them. Didn't he tell you? Didn't touch you. So the lesson he gave them saved him some thirty years down the line. The lesson: what a man sows is what he reaps. You saw rebellion, you reap rebellion. You saw disrespect, people would disrespect you. When you saw mercy, you receive mercy. When you saw love, you receive whatever you sow. That's what you receive. And David behaved himself wisely. <proportionate> and so feared him. And the hand of the Lord was upon him. So this is how the man was successful. He said, let God himself deal with him. We have no part in this. And And God is some way. God is some way the guy who killed somebody and married somebody's wife. Jesus Christ says, I am the seed of David. <laughs> and I come quickly. 60, 60, uh, some, some 362 years after David was dead. A certain king called Hezekiah, great, 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 great grandson of David, uh, was sick and was going to die. And they said, God, please heal me. I beg you. No, 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 I have what to do, Lord. And then God comes to Azar. Go and tell Hezekiah, I will spare his life. He will not die again. But the reason why I will spare him is because of his father David. Oh, because of who? They? <laughs> the day that you say. He's a murderer, his covenant is saving somebody from death. I will save him because of his father David. Ghana, let's apologize to any father we have heard. Two, Ghana, stop. Insulting your political opponents and contenders, they are no enemies. They just want they just want what you have through legal means. That's all. They are your competitors. That's what election and democracy is about. Democracy is a challenge. Democracy is competition. Democracy is sell your goods and sell my goods. Let the people buy the best. Democracy is I sell my message, sell your message. Let the people buy the message that they want. Democracy is not bloodshed. Democracy is not juju and killings. Democracy is not ingratitude and ungratefulness. You can see what the person has done and yet you close your eyes and say he has not done anything. Why? What kind of attitude is that? What politics is that? Acknowledge that he's done something but promise the people that you can do better and bigger. That's it. That's what we want to hear. He's done something but you can do better. That's what I want to hear. Oh, are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Are you doing something or you are doing something like clapping? And those of you around political leadership, stop giving bad counsel. Stop feeding them with evil, evil news. And the people came to David. They said, David, this is the opportunity you have been praying for. This man has meant you. He, he wants to kill you. David, this is the time. David said, no way. No No. Many times the problem is those around the political heads, they feed them with wrong information. God will judge all of you. When you are in the king's palace and you have the ears of the king, it calls for prayer. It calls for the exercising of wisdom. It calls for empathy. It calls for humility. You must be prayerful and you must be godly. So that when you are giving him counsel, you give him godly counsel. May the Lord bless you if you do this one. Oh, come on, clap your hands and let's celebrate. When the results are released, anyone who Loses must concede. Concede that you have lost. Concede that you are defeated. And by the way, when the votes are cast, the three, four, five days that electoral commission makes Ghana sitting and waiting. Those days are troubling because we can't eat. We, we can't go out. We, we, we are troubled. We don't know what will happen because one group is doing press conference and said, don't worry, we are having a comfortable lead. And then while they are having their press conference, conference, another one is countering them and saying, oh, don't worry. In fact, we are not having a comfortable lead, by the results we have, we have already won. Oh, and then you see the whole country uh, uh, I mean fear in the atmosphere apprehension people are not going people are not coming people who have blood pressure fall down and they die, please electoral commission is it possible when we finish election within the following day bring us the results are we not in computer age Pray the results. And when the results are announced, the losers must concede like Saul conceded. We have seen the example of Saul. He said to David, David, you are the one that will sit on the throne of Israel. The hand of the Lord is upon you. You are more righteous than I am. That's called political concession. He was conceded. And then he followed that by prayer. Yes, what happens when you concede. He said, when you sit on your throne, remember me and my father's house. Indeed, some, some, uh, around this time, some, by my calculation, David died at the age of 67 and uh, he became king at, at the age of 30. So, so, he became king at the age of 30, 67. So, I, for, maybe a period of 30 years, let's see. 20, 25, 30 years. David said in first, Second Samuel chapter 9, Is there anybody left in the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God? Is there anybody left in the house of Saul that I may show the person kindness? They said, so, yes, yeah, there's one lame guy. He's called Mephibosheth. They brought him. And he sat at the king's table. It was this political concession. When you concede, the incoming president takes care of you and honest, you. In this country, we have had elections where certain losing presidents refused to concede. So, the, the, the winner had to take over anyway and started ruling and started running the affairs of the nation. The losing party never gave support. Never. We don't do that. We don't do that. Concession does not mean you have lost it all. Concession has been diplomatic. Concession has been democratic. Concession has been humble. Concession simply means you are losing for now, but you are asking God to give you another chance. May your enemies bless you. May they discover that they cannot fight you anymore where you are you are so advanced you are so high that they cannot bring you down amen. may your enemies come and be your, on your side to help you to fight others i prophesy that if anybody has written your name to harm you and to hurt you by the blood of jesus christ this way i cancel your name from their list amen i cancel your name amen i cancel your name amen i rob your name i amen. erase your name amen in the mighty name of jesus amen if they are targeting your children and your sons, I pray that the blood take out their names. Yes. Oh, you are not serious. You are not serious. Clap your hands and say, My father, my father. My father, my father. My my father. father. Let the blood cancel. Let, Let the blood preserve. My, my name. My name. Let the blood cancel. Let the blood cancel. Erase. Erase. Erase My name. My name. From the list. From the list. Of the wicked. Of In the, the wicked. wicked. In the mighty name of the mighty Jesus. Name of Clap Jesus. your hands and begin to worship God now. My Clap my your hands and begin to pray right now. Worshiping God, go Lift up your voice, you you your voice up. you prevail over your up enemies? Begin to pray right now. out. the trap that, that has been set against you, and the trap that has been you are coming out. 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 Somebody shout and say, "I'm coming out." Coming oh, I can't hear you. Somebody shout again and say, I'm coming out. <laughs> coming out. Grab your hands and shut and say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Say so in, in, in the name of Jesus. 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 Those not pursue, pursue my life. Those my life. not pursue my life. I'm they my life. must know. Uh, they must know. They must know that the Lord is with me. It's with me. That the God of my father's all, altar is with me. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Scream it aloud. Yes, sir. Let me hear you say, my God. Hear you. say, say my, God. my God. Say, my God. My God. Say my God. My Say, my God. My Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Pray. 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 Now. Now leave my nose. Clap your hands and say, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Wherever they have gathered. Wherever they have gathered. And they want to drink blood. And they want to drink blood. Vaughtess. Vaughtess. Powers. 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 Principalities. Principalities. Clap your hands and say, scatter. Scatter prophet, what God revealed to me last night? How? Oh, three people between the age of 23 and 33. Why? Retirement, for what? For what? Then you cut off somebody's future. Oh, no, 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 no. Lord, deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil. And it was not like the lady went to clubhouse. She was going to deliver makeup goods, because she's a makeup artist, and her customer wanted some items. 21-year-old business girl, Mahatobe, masa. If you are not angry receive the spirit of anger. I receive it now. Receive holy anger. I receive it now. Clap your hands and say in the name of in Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Wherever they are hiding, whoever they are hiding. We are chasing them. We chase them by the spirit. By the spirit. And the sprinkling And the sprinkling of the blood. Of the blood. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, sprinkle the blood. Sprinkle the blood in your house, in your house. The four corners. Your four corners. On your children. On your children. Your relations. Your relations. Your hometown. Your hometown right now. Right now. And professor Besides. Ghana Ghana shall be together shall be together. No weapon, no weapon From against From us against us shall prosper, shall prosper. And, every and every soul every soul, every soul, every soul, every god, every god, and every palace, and every palace there are That is our rising against against our nation, our nation, Ghana, Ghana, against Again, America. America let the young people lift your voice you are too quiet for my liking you are too dull, lift your voice it is the hour of prayer we are lifting our voice body are trying to bring misunderstanding, in this season we are saying oh God let it be over on the altar of the father we lift up prayer, no more blessing, no more misunderstanding, we pray for the peace of the nation, and the young people pray, because of your mother because of your siblings, okay. because of your education, lift your voice. We are in prayer. Ah. We are saying, "Oh God, no you more you hey, misunderstanding." He can do many other. Defeat them. Is he said? Defeat them. Defeat them. Scatter. 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 Holy words, long preserved, for I want. In this world. it is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.